Let's bring in Sean Jeffrey right now, Executive Director of the Manitoba Restaurant and Food Services Association. Sean, good morning. Good morning, Hal. How are you? I am excellent. You are really, truly the perfect guy to talk to about this because uh, you are the Executive Director of the Restaurant Association, but you also at one time worked in pest control, and I see that eight of the 11 restaurant closures so far this year are due to rodent infestations, and you have a theory. Uh, yeah, the theory is is that you have to take pest control seriously when you work in in our industry, and uh, and you know it's it's an important part of our industry, and uh, it's something that uh, that every restaurant operator needs to to take very seriously in their operation. No doubt, but your your theory is that maybe restaurants who have had a really tough few years, some mm-hmm. of them. Uh, and we'll get to how many of these restaurants are members of your association in a second. But your theory is that, you know, these restaurants, having struggled for so long, are cutting back. And, and this is one area where they should not be cutting back. And, you know, and this is not a, necessarily a new thing. In, in the 10 years that I worked in the pest control industry, it was uh, very frustrating to, to watch restaurants canceling pest control because of cost causing, you know, cost-cutting measures and so forth. And it's just a thing that you don't want to cancel. It's just it's such an integral part of running an integral, safe operation. Um, and it's just uh, it's a cost that, you know, can, you know, has to be has to be occurred. And uh, if you do cancel it, it's a cost that can be quadrupled and even more than that uh, if you have a problem. So, um, yeah, you know, we're, we're struggling. We're coming out of a pandemic. We're, we're still struggling. We're continuing to struggle. Um, and we're starting to see some operators make these decisions. But it, it's, just, it's just such an integral part of having, uh, having a program in place in your restaurant. is such an important part of providing a safe place for Manitobas to eat on a daily basis. Yeah, there's certainly cost to having a program, but if those uh, pest control professionals are coming in every month or on a regular basis at least, uh, over the course of a year, your cost is much lower than not having them in on a regular basis, and then all of a sudden you've got a problem. And who knows, you might get shut down and then you're making nothing. Now it's costing you money and you're not making any money. Absolutely. You know, you could have said it any better myself. You know, you're you're looking at some of these uh, closures are three and four days long. You know, the, the cost of being closed for four days far supersedes any pest control company's program that they're going to put in there. And really, it's about your integrity. It's the integrity in keeping Manitoba safe. You want to make sure that you're, you're doing the best to keep your customers safe. And, and being closed like this and having your name on a list like this is very detrimental to your business, and it hurts our industry as a whole. So, we really need to make sure that we're, we're, we're playing this and making sure that we're, we're using the available resources. And in us at the association, we, we, we trust, we educate our members on this. And in fact, actually, our, our webinar in April, which we do every month for our members, is actually on pest control because it's an integral part of the year. And Lincoln from Poulin's Pest Control will be coming on doing a webinar, free webinar to our members. Mm-hmm. And uh, listen, um just to be clear, you were telling me off-air that only one of these 11 restaurants is a member of your association, and I think that says something. Absolutely. You know, it's about education, and it's about uh, assisting our members, assisting the industry. That's what we do. You know, we, we educate our, our industry. We try to bring innovations to our industry, but we use the resources that we have. Look, we're really proud to have the three largest pest control companies in the city, Orkin, Abel, Poulins. All are a member of ours, and we share their information with our membership. And when our members can call us up and get some real good feedback from some of these professional companies and get some help, 
we're able to do that. And like I said, we part of our webinar series that we provide to our members every month is, and next month is pest control because it's such an integral part, especially going into the spring. It's an integral part of the year for restaurants, and uh, we're really happy to be able to present that. And uh, and look, you know, we 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 want to keep the entire industry safe. We want to keep Manitoba safe. So we're actually going to open up that webinar to all restaurants for, for April. So if you want to register for that webinar, you can just contact us here at the office and we'll get you all set up for that. Absolutely free, no charge. Absolutely not. Sean, thanks. I appreciate your time today. Pleasure as always. Take care. Sean Jeffrey is the Executive Director of the Manitoba Restaurant and Food Services Association. scary stuff uh cyber security center the cyber security center in canada uh says there is a vulnerability at uh, microsoft malicious email uh emails that uh could strike even before they're open david pap technology expert joins us now david good morning hey good morning hal normally you would have to open the email in order for it to possibly uh infect your system but not in this case that is correct. Uh, you don't even have to have your preview pane open. Like it's just literally the fact that your Outlook received the email. Well, this is significant because, I mean, just judging, you know, I mean, so all these uh, bad guys need, these cyber bad guys need then is an email address and, and they potentially have you. Uh, potentially. The good note for the majority of your listeners is this is really targeted at organizations with networks. Um, and most of us at home wouldn't be affected by this because you'd have a single computer. Also, it should be noted that this is only Outlook for Windows. This is not if you use it on the web, if you have an Android or an iOS or a Mac or any of that other 365 services. It doesn't affect any of that. It's only Outlook on a Windows computer. So I would imagine they're scrambling at Microsoft to try and uh, figure this out, uh, figure out a way to prevent this. They already did. Uh, The patch was immediately released, um, and it is available, and it was pushed out as a forced update. Um, As you indicated, Microsoft did. This is pretty serious. It was rated a 9.8 out of 10 for the vulnerability rating. Like, I mean, it's right up there. Um, and But the interesting thing is they claim that this vulnerability has existed since probably last April, April of 2022, and it's been exploited. Um, it was the Ukrainian team uh, that actually credited discovering this and reported it to Microsoft. Hmm. So here's my question for you. So they've got the patch in place, all good. But as we see technology advance, and we just had a big conversation yesterday about artificial intelligence, as we see technology advance so quickly, I mean, that same technology, those same advancements in technology uh, are being used in many ways by uh, these people out there that are, are trying to mess with us, the bad guys. That is absolutely correct, Hal. Um, so uh, it's an interesting topic uh, when it comes to whether you're a company or an organization or whether you're somebody at home. But what's happening is we're seeing an evolution in software that people can't keep up. Like, it's not possible. So you almost need to implement artificial intelligence to help provide cybersecurity defense and recognize these kinds of things and the trending on it. 
In fact, um, we're noticing a big trend a lot across a lot of organizations right now where it's not good enough to have cybersecurity software like, you know, your typical anti-virus, anti-malware, anti-ransomware, anti-like, et cetera, right? Yeah. That's not good enough. What you need to have is also be subscribed to something called EDR or MDR, which is Endpoint Detection and Response. And this is a service, an enhanced service, that is not offered by default by IT companies. You have to pay extra for this. And what it does is it it looks for trending automatically across your entire network of all the devices you have and notices things and can react right away. Shut things down, isolate a, a computer that's been infected, you know, notice patterns. So it's it's what I'm getting at is it's not good enough to think about the trees from the forest. You really need to be looking at the forest from the trees now. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting way to put it. And this is AI-based uh, technology, yeah, eh? Absolutely. Huh. And, and it's it's really fascinating to see it evolve, but it's it's scary, like you pointed out. Because this stuff is, it's rampant, it's out there. This particular vulnerability with Outlook is actually rated very simple. It's very easy to exploit. It doesn't take anybody really smart to figure out how to do it. And it's been around for a while, but thankfully they've only been targeting, um, you know, government organizations, transportation, energy, military sectors in Europe because of the war. That's really where this thing originated from. Hmm. And people are asking uh, in text messages here at 204-780-6868, Hal, is it bad governments? Is it organized crime? Who's doing it? It's the uh, people causing problems to the Ukraine right now. It's hmm. all it's all Russian-based. It's actually been confirmed. I'm not making this up. But you can read and Google it yourself. Um, they have discovered that it's... Uh, the Russian threat actors that are basically have developed this to try and and create an edge for themselves uh, against the Ukraine. And this is a known fact that they're not just doing it with people and feet on the ground and military things, but there's a huge cyber war that is occurring right now in the world. Wow. David, thanks for filling us in. I'm going to give your uh, website address here so people can check you out. I always appreciate your time. Thank you. Yeah, you bet, Hal. David Papp, one of the technology experts that we talk to here on CGOB quite often. His website is davidpapp.com. That's Papp with two P's at the end, David, D-A-V-I-D-P-A-P-P.com. And uh, he's a good follow on social media as well, David Papp. So according to Canada's Security uh, Center, Cybersecurity Center, uh, it's been fixed. There's a patch already, but these uh, malicious email strikes, something new, as, as David said, simple but something new uh the patch is in place but uh until that patch was put in place networks uh more so than individuals were at risk uh emails in the inbox not even having to be open don't even open the emails and uh they were causing a threat to a network system so uh that's the latest on that from our friend david papp Joining us on the phone now, Louise Anderson, who's in charge of media and events at St. Norbert Farmer's Market. Louise, good morning. 
Good morning, Hal. Thank you so much for having us on this morning. Well, thank you for coming on, and I apologize. You you sent me a really nice email at hal at cgob.com saying, Hal, can you be part of our charity chili cook-off, which is coming up not this Saturday, but a week from this Saturday on March 25th, and I can't. I'm going to be in Stonewall. I'll talk more about my road trip to Stonewall, but I wanted to help you out. So tell us about the charity chili cook-off one week from this Saturday. Yeah, so Saturday, March 25th, we're going to have at our regular winter market because we are a year-round farmer's market in, um, just outside Winnipeg in St. Norbert. Right. Uh, so uh, it's our inaugural charity chili cook-off. So we're going to have about a dozen of our vendors at the market competing with their best chilies, and the winner is going to be, um, I guess, donating all the proceeds to their charity of choice. Okay, so how is it going to work? So there's there's money involved. They they pay to get in on the contest, or how are you raising money, and what's the cost? Yes, yeah, so it's twelve dollars per ticket for entry. Um, tickets are available on our homepage on our website at stnorbertfarmersmarket.ca, and there'll be about up to two thousand dollars going to the charity um, that wins. So. All the participants, the ticket holders, will be given voter cards. They can go around and taste all the different chilies, and they'll automatically be entered to win tickets to see Shania Twain live at the Canada Life Centre and a one-night stay at In at the Forks. Oh, wow, excellent. Okay, so you get to yeah. eat some great chili. You're helping out some uh, worthwhile causes, and uh, but only vendors will be competing with their chili, right? Absolutely. You've got some healthy competition going on. <laughs> yeah. And I imagine you've got everything you need for a good chili right there at St. Norbert Farmer's Market. We absolutely do. And there's actually going to be a consolation prize to the vendor that uses the most local ingredients in their chilies. So that's going to be a lot of fun as well. Very cool. People just show up and pay their $12 on, on that Saturday, one week from this Saturday on the 25th? Um, there is a limited amount of tickets, so we do recommend that people do purchase their tickets ahead of time. I want to say they're about half sold out at this point. So Okay, and how do they get their tickets? Uh, give us the website, or how do they do that? Yeah, on our homepage at stnorbertfarmersmarket.ca, you'll see uh, get your tickets for the chili cook-off. Excellent. You are a year-round uh, farmer's market, so uh, I'm glad we got the chili uh, cook off, and I'll remind people of that. And I'll I'll write a couple of lines in my food column on Sunday uh, in the Winnipeg Sun about that to make sure that uh, even more people know about it. Um, I'm curious to know something. Have you seen crowds increase? And it's tough coming off of uh, the pandemic, but have you seen crowds increase as people try and find less expensive? foods uh, i would imagine a good first stop would be the saint norbert farmers market absolutely we've definitely seen an upswing in the crowds even compared to last year coming out of covid and right now it's so important to be buying direct um, when you come to our market you can ask the questions because anyone who's going to be manning the, the stands they're the owner of the company so you can know exactly where your food comes from, how it's grown, how it's made. Um, it's a great place to start if you want to start buying direct, support your local farmers and your local businesses. Yeah. Could you put a number at all on, on the increase that you've seen? Oh, gosh. No, I'm terrible at that sort of thing. <laughs> Are you? I just wondered if it's a 10, 20, 30% increase because I, I really do think people are looking wherever they can. And, and the farmer's market would be an obvious choice, I think, if you're thinking, boy, I'm paying way too much for the food I'm putting on my table. I'm going to look for less expensive alternatives. 
Yes, I think there is a misconception that the farmer's market is, you know, a lot of people think it's a lot more expensive, but we've seen a lot of increases in the prices of fresh produce in the last couple of years, and the farmer's market kind of has stayed the same. We haven't really seen an increase in prices when it comes to the produce, so um, it is definitely worth it to come and check it out. Well, you're getting rid of the middle person, right? I mean, you're, you're, as you said, you're dealing with the people in many cases, anyhow, that are producing these products. Yes, and our food isn't coming from, you know, miles and miles away. So it's all mm-hmm. right here in our beautiful province and the surrounding communities, right? It's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Do you have a date when you go full-blown farmer's market that everybody knows in St. Norbert in the summer? Is there a date when it becomes... The big uh, event as opposed to the year-round, sometimes smaller uh, event? Yes. So our year-round market, it's roughly about 60 to 70 vendors um, every Saturday. And our summer season opens up May long weekend until Thanksgiving. So we jump from anywhere from 120 to 150 vendors at that point. We have live music and food trucks. It's really a great time. Yeah, it is. Louise, thanks a lot. Good luck with the uh, charity chili cook-off on Saturday, March 25th, one week from this Saturday. Thank you. Thank you so much, Hal. Have a great day.